there's a need out there, especially in today's transitory way that we live. People are everywhere spread out and somebody needs to be the keeper of the information. There needs to be a way to share it when it's appropriate to help keep everybody in the know and make sure that number one, your parent or loved one is getting the best care. Talking with people about how to have a great retirement. This is the Rock Your Retirement Show. We don't talk about money, but we talk about almost everything else you need to rock your retirement. Now, here's your host, Kathy Klein. Welcome to Rock Your Retirement. This is the show where we talk about retirement lifestyle. We try not to talk about money, but we like to talk about everything else that you need to know to have a great retirement. One of those things is helping your parents stay safe at home. And that is so important for so many of my listeners. I have heard over and over again, people telling me how it's so difficult to work with their parents when they're not in the same city or for whatever reason. And so I have the co-founders of Elder Admin on the line with me. And I am so excited because they have an online service that helps store important information that you need to manage your family's care. And one of the things that I really like about this is that it can be shared with others. So let's say in the future, my sister and I might be caring for my father. Well, we would be able to share information using this online service. So James Hendrick and Michael Blevins are here today. James and Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. It's great to be here. I'm going to start with Michael, and then we'll move on to James. Michael, tell me a little bit about yourself and why you decided to create this service. My professional background has been in the mortgage banking business, so that's where I spent 32 years um, servicing loans, auditing loans, selling loans, buying loans. My world changed in 2012 when I was at work one day and I got a telephone call from Twin Cities Community Hospital, which is about 200 miles away from where I am, telling me that my mom was there, had a major stroke and didn't remember or couldn't uh, answer any of the questions that they were asking her. Oh my gosh, you must have been just crazy with worry. It's one of the most horrible experiences you can ever imagine. It's it's a, a time where you just completely feel lost and you don't know where to start or what to do. So what happened? Well, you know, uh, worry is the first thing that happens. Um, I basically found myself in the role of her caregiver at that point without ever even having thought about that, preparing for it or anything, you know, to that nature. You know, and in the, the weeks and months that followed that, you know, she was in a skilled nursing facility following that for six weeks. And then we did the uh, 24-7 in-home care routine for about six months. And I found myself just always struggling to keep organized, managing her life, knowing where everything was, knowing what resources were available or what I was going to do. At the same time, James was going through something similar with his parents. James and I, at that point, had been friends for about 20 years, so we knew each other pretty well. And um, I'll let him share his experience with that. But ultimately, 
we kind of figured out that there's a need out there, especially in today's transitory, you know, way that we live. People are everywhere spread out and somebody needs to be the keeper of the information and there needs to be a way to share it when it's appropriate to help keep everybody together, everybody in the know and make sure that, you know, number one, your parent or loved one is getting the best care. Okay, so the two of you formed this idea. And before we go on to the idea, James, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your backstory? Thanks, Kathy. You know, as Michael indicated, we've known each other for 20 years or so. And um, so with a little bit of irony, we were both going through similar situations at the same time. Um, My mom passed several years back due to some debilitating lung disease that she had had for quite some time. And it left my dad on his own. And while he was doing well, living at his house by himself, Unfortunately, about a year or so after mom passed, dad developed a severe case of Parkinson's. Um, Sudden onset came on very dramatically over a period of 12 months, um, really debilitated him physically to the point where he was no longer able to take care of himself. Uh, You know, we're West Coast based. Dad was living on the the East Coast. Uh, Fortunately, we had a sister that was five miles down the road. So she was instrumental in providing some of that hands on support, being able to take him to doctor appointments, to the store, to the pharmacy, things of that nature. But then uh, we also have another sister that's in the, the Albuquerque area. And we just found as dad's health continued to decline, Um, It really became difficult keeping on top of all of the things involved. So not just the stuff going on directly with dad, such as doctor appointments and uh, medications and procedures that he was having to have, but taking care of maintaining his household, um, his bills, all of those day-to-day things that you don't necessarily think about um, until you're in that situation where you suddenly need to to handle them and address them. Um, and as Michael and I were sharing experiences as, you know, he, we were going through it, I know Michael was, you know, on his own and he was literally carrying a binder around with him with all of his mom's information as he would get calls from the assisted living facilities or mom suddenly in the hospital and they needed information. And for my family, we were doing the same thing, constantly trying to arrange conference calls with myself and my two sisters to get status updates. What did the doctors have to say? What are the things that we need to to take care of regarding dad's finances, his home, his pets that needed to be taken care of? And so Michael and I began to talk and said, you know what, there's really got to be something out there that can, you know, help these family caregivers that are out there. Our, you know, as you know very well, Kathy, our aging population is just continuing to grow. And as the baby boomer generations are all now moving into retirement, you know, we're going to see those increase from 40 million, you know, seniors in the next couple of decades up to 80 or 90 million seniors. And more and more people are going to be taking on this role as the, the family caregiver. And that's really where Michael and I got together and said, you know what, we should take a look and see if we can figure out some way to, to help these individuals. And so you were like sitting around having a beer or how did the idea <laughs> come up? <laughs> uh, I'll say that one of the things that kind of saved me was that I had a binder that I kept with me. And years before my mom 
you know, came, had this stroke, I had her fill in a lot of the information. So I had her social security number. I had, I knew who her doctor was. I had a pretty good idea what medications she was on. But what always seemed to happen is James and I might be out having that beer. And that's when I would get the phone call, right? So you get this call as you're driving down the freeway or if you're at the movies or something, and it's it's a call where they want all kinds of information. And, and you don't want to carry that binder in your car in case it gets broken into. And that's an ID theft problem, right? Exactly. Exactly. And you knew all you knew to do all this because of your experience as a mortgage broker. Is that why you thought of it? Because most people wouldn't think to have mom give them all that information before something happens. You know, I, I was lucky that I worked for a company that recognized that their workforce was getting older and that they were dealing with um, their aging parents. And so that company actually hired a person to be a elder family uh, resource. And so that's kind of what gave me the idea. But of course that was a paper copy. Paper copies don't get updated easily. Um, they're not always with you, as we just mentioned, you know, that type of thing. I think that's amazing that your company hired somebody to handle this. I've never heard of that before. You know, I hadn't either. And since we started this business, we're starting to see more companies. There's a large accounting firm uh, worldwide known that everybody's heard of, I'm sure. Within the last six months, they started offering benefits to their their employees to take time off to help take care of mom and dad. Wow. Is that part of the, um, what's that law that says you can take time off to have a child or is that part of that law as well? It's not. Oh, it's um, not? No. So you to have no right to go take care of mom or dad if they've fallen and and they need some additional additional assistance. There's there's no law giving you that right to do that. You could lose your job. Yeah, that's correct. It's you know basically determined that your vacation time and your sick time that you need to take based on the company. Um, that's what's allotted for taking care of of parents. And you know, as Michael indicated, it's really nice to see more companies are starting to do it. And hopefully, that trend will continue to grow as the years go by. Wow. Okay. So you both had this idea. You, I don't know if you came up with it over a beer or how you came up with it, but you had this idea and you had been carrying around this binder. And I know that we have a really great freebie for the listeners. And that is um, the, it's a checklist, right? The documents that you need. Mm -hmm. You can, you can actually get that document by, get that, that freebie by going to rockyourretirement.com slash documents. And I highly recommend that you do download this because it will give you an idea of, just for your own self, of the documents that you need to have. And you need to tell people where they are because just because you have them and they're buried in the third drawer behind the birdcage that is on top of the television doesn't mean that your family is going to be able to find that, right? Yeah, and that's correct, Kathy. That's actually one of the big things that we're trying to encourage folks to do is to communicate with family members. 
Um, too often we've heard the tales as we've interacted with folks about something happened to mom or dad and there was a advanced healthcare directive uh, in place or a DNR in place, but unfortunately, Nobody knew where that information was. Nobody had direct and ready access to that when it was needed. And so the, you know, the first thing that, that needs to be done is to start that conversation with mom and dad about, hey, as they age, what are those important things that they need to have available? Make sure all of the family members um, are connected, are informed as to where that information is located how to access it uh, so that when the time comes, um, everybody's able to make decisions. Well, that's really good advice. Okay, so let's talk about what documents are needed. So what would you say, I know there's a whole, uh, a lot of documents on your list and they all look very good, but what would you say your top, say five documents that everybody needs to have and they need to know where they are? What would you say those are? I would say number one is the advanced healthcare directive. A power of attorney is very important. A will or trust is vital. And I think just knowing where estate planning documents are and things of that nature would be among the top of them. And, you know, Michael, I'll even add to that. Um, when we talk about documents, sometimes it's not even just those legal documents that you would traditionally think of. Um, sometimes it's having that list of medications around. What is mom or dad taking or what is the, uh, the current status of mom or dad's health? Um, and then as things do progress or as more involvement's needed, it's documentation relevant to insurance, whether that's home, car, um, life insurance, medical insurance, financial accounts. So who's you know authorized to be able to access mom or dad's financial information if needed. Having all of those type of things available and having family members aware of where they're at um, is just, it becomes crucial as we get older. And your checklist addresses all of this, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, that's one of the things that I really liked about that. Okay, good. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about why this is needed. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with James Hendrick and Michael Blevins. How do you downsize your house when your kids are using it as a storage facility? Hi, I'm Lisa Woodruff and I'm a professional organizer and productivity expert. So let's answer the question, how do you downsize your house when your kids are using it as a storage facility? Number one, sort the memorabilia and other childhood treasures into each child's bedroom and out of the common living and storage areas of the home. And then number two, the next time the kids visit, see what they can and want to take with them. Then number three, when you are ready to downsize, actually move those items into a real storage facility. If you want, you can pay for that for a year or two as a gift for your kids, and then they can decide what they want to do with their own stuff. Check out the Organize 365 podcast for more on how to get organized as you rock your retirement. Okay, so we're back with Michael Blevins and James Hendrick with Elder Admin, which is a an online service that helps organize all of the documents that you need when you are dealing with a loved one. So James and Michael, welcome back. Thank you, Kathy. 
Thanks. So we talked a little bit about the business. So tell me exactly what it does. Like, why would I be interested in it? It Does it fit on my phone? Do I have to go to the computer? How does it work? Elder Admin is an online service that allows you to register your membership and then add in information that you want to track on an aging parent. So that could be mom or dad. That could be an uncle or a loved one that you're taking care of. Um, once you've got access to the system, you're able to log all of the pertinent information relevant to, to, let's say, mom or dad. And that could be anything from medical information like prescriptions, doctor appointments, who the primary uh, physicians are, financial information, insurance-related information, whether that's medical insurance, life insurance, car insurance, home insurance. Do you have caregivers involved, whether that's caregivers that come into the home to help out um, part-time or full-time caregivers, or even if you've got mom or dad at an assisted living facility, um, you're able to track all of that information, manage it. Uh, the list goes on from you know the important documents, a place to upload and store them. Uh, share them with family members, um, all the way down to what are those day-to-day things about mom and dad's life? So whether it's taking care of their financial commitments, their bills, taking care of utilities, their pets, who are the friends and neighbors that may need to be contacted? We provide a service that encapsulates all of that information into one location that is easily accessible via your computer, your tablet, the phone. So when you're on the go, you always have access to that ready information. And more importantly, you're able to share that information so you can grant other family members access um, so that they too can go online and find out updates or help out in the various caregiving responsibilities. Okay, so would it work for people who are like far away from their family? Like let's say my stepmother is taking care of my dad and I just kind of want to know what's going on. Like what if she got in a car accident? What what would happen? Like would that work for me? That's a great question. And Elder Admin is really designed to work for whether, you know, mom and dad are living next door or mom or dad are living across the country. It's really designed to be able to provide the assistance to anyone that has a need for it whether you've got siblings or, you know, in the case of Michael, he had just himself who was constantly being contacted for all of the information. Elder Admin allows you to access it on the go. So how secure is it? I mean, I feel kind of weird about having my, my dad's social security number on my phone. Absolutely, Kathy. That's a big question we get all the time. We do have multiple layers of security. It starts out first with the individual that's inputting the information. You are not required to put in any information that you're not comfortable with. So much like you just mentioned, if somebody's not comfortable putting their social security number or mom or dad's social security number onto the system, they are not forced to put that. We do provide a location because oftentimes that is a number that's requested. But in the example of the social security number, we have multiple layers of security. So at the time you're submitting it through the online form, we do have a layer of security as that information comes across. We also have database level security in place. And then fields like social security number, we actually keep that type of data encrypted uh, within the systems. Okay, awesome. Now, could I input 
dad's social security number and keep it from my sister so she can't access it? Or is it if you have access, you every you have access to everything? That's one of the great things with elder admin is you have the ability to pick and choose which information you want to share with other family members. So let's say in the example of your sister, if there's certain things she's really good at, she's good at staying on top of the doctors and the medical information, and she's good at staying on top of uh, the caregivers and those that are involved. But Maybe your sister's not as good with her financial situation, so you don't want her to have access to, you know, mom or dad's important financial records. When you set up access for your sister, you actually get to pick and choose what section she has access to. Um, And you can also choose whether or not she's got the ability to update those sections or whether or not she's got it for reference and read-only information. That sounds great. This must be hugely expensive. Actually, it is not. We offer two different types of memberships. We offer a free membership service that allows a user to go online, um, track information on one uh, individual, so mom or dad. Um, They don't have full access to all of the bells and whistles throughout the system. But then we also have a paid membership that allows you to track as many aging parents as you are looking to track. So whether that's mom and dad or mom and dad and grandparents. Through the paid service, it is $9.50 a month, and you can do it as a monthly option or through the annual option, you actually save 20%. Okay, so let's say I'm a sister wife and I have 10 other wives, so we could track everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm I'm binge watching that show, so that's why I brought that up. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. (laughs) So, so technically I could really, I could have all my sister wives and my, um, all their parents and their grandparents. So we could have like 50 people on your program. I'm sure, I'm sure that you're probably going to limit it at some point, right? (laughs) Yeah, that could be the potential. So far we haven't seen that scenario yet, but hey, you never know. (laughs) We'll write in to the sister wives and see if they want to use your app (laughs) or not app. I guess it's not an app, not technically an app. I keep calling it that. It's an online service, right? That's that is correct. correct. Okay, so it sounds affordable, $9.50. That doesn't sound like like that much money. I mean, how long has this been out? We officially launched it in the first quarter of last year. So about a year? About a year. Okay. Um, prior to it being launched, James and I basically spent a couple of years doing a lot of research, the building of the website, and things of that nature. So it just, it took us a while to get it rolled out, but we wanted to make sure that we did it right when we did it. So. Well, it sounds like you did. It sounds really interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing around with the system. I mean, I, I can see several uses for this. You know, like I said, I, I come across this all the time where I'm dealing with in my, in my business, in my real life business, um, where people are dealing with their parents from another part of the country. And there might be two or more siblings involved and it it just gets a little bit crazy. So I can certainly understand the need for this and why you did it. So I applaud you gentlemen for, for putting this together. Yeah. Thank Thank you much, Kathy. You're welcome. Okay. So we have a a couple of other things that I, that I wanted to ask. So as you know, this is a show about retirement and pre-retirement. And so we've already given some great information about how we can rock our retirement by keeping our parents safe at home. 
and you are giving away that document, uh, the, the checklist, so people can figure out if they have their documents handy. What would you do if you were sitting across the room from somebody who is about to retire? What would you tell them that they need to think about before retirement? My number one thing is I always say, be prepared. And, you know, it might sound funny. I'm in my early 50s and I'm already starting to think about it now that I've been in this you know space for a while. But you really need to to know going into retirement how it's going to affect you financially, I think, is one of the biggest ways. There are a lot of nuances as to what happens if you take, you know, Social Security at 65 versus waiting until you're 70. Mm -hmm. But I think the more important underlying thing there is to be prepared financially, because a lot of people think once I retire, I'm not going to have the expenses that I used to have and I'm going to be able to live this carefree lifestyle and whatnot. And I think that that's probably not accurate. I think that most people find in the first five years of their retirement, they're spending just as much, if not more than they did five years prior to retiring. So you need to keep that in mind. I think seeking the advice from a good financial planner, an estate planner, maybe a tax person, and figure out how everything is going to work going in the future because it's, it is going to change. You know, we're living longer these days, health insurance. I don't need to tell you, you know, what, what a issue that is, but it's going to only get more expensive as time goes by. And so people need to be prepared for that. So first, the main thing is to be prepared financially. And then you said the other thing is, I would say being prepared physically, you know, doing now what you can to eat healthy, get exercise, keep your mind active, keep your body active, because that in the in the long run is going to pay off huge. Okay, so we heard Michael's advice. What about you, James? In addition to what Michael said, I really encourage communication. So communication amongst the family members, making sure that um, wishes and desires are expressed, um, are talked about amongst family members so that there's no confusion um, and that people are open to knowing and understanding, hey, what, what are mom and dad's goals for the long term for their retirement? What are the things that they want to do? Um, and, you know, when it comes to a life altering event occurring, what are the wishes that, you know, mom and dad has? And are those documented and everybody's in sync before it actually comes to the point where everybody's suddenly in the hospital having to try and make those decisions without any input from mom or dad? Great, great advice. Okay, so we're coming up to the end of the interview and you guys have been great guests. Is there something else that you want to convey to the listener, something that you are dying to tell them and I didn't ask you that question? Yeah, this is James again. I definitely recommend that people get out there and start educating themselves early. We have a number of social media channels out there where we are constantly providing different information, sharing resources and articles on everything from health and wellness to finances to family support, things of that nature. We really encourage folks to go out and take a look. Um, also on the Elder Admin side, 
website, we have a whole free resources section. So other checklists that you're able to download that help you prepare for, whether it's mom and dad's retirement or your own personal retirement, as well as links to all of those important things that you should be familiar with, such as medicare.gov. Awesome. Okay, great. Thanks, James. Michael, do you have any parting words? Yeah, I would concur with what James said, but I think one other important thing is you have to have kind of the conversation with your parents. Now is the time to do it before they get, before there's dementia involved or anything else. And like James had mentioned earlier, kind of knowing what your your parents' goals or wishes are is extremely important. You know, the beauty of Elder Admin is we give you a place to to store all that information. You can even put comments in there so that you'll remember things. And Awesome. <laughs> that is great. Well, thank you both so much. Before we go, I'd like you to um, tell our listeners where they can find out more information about your online service. Sure. You can find us at www.elderadmin.com. Great. So that is perfect. And if you want that freebie, the um, checklist that shows you all the documents that you should have stored, you can go to rockyourretirement.com slash documents. And for my listeners, I'm so glad that you were here today. This is so important. And we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Thanks for listening to the Rock Your Retirement show. If you are rocking your retirement or know someone who would make a great guest on our show, please send us an email at podcast at rockyourretirement.com. 